Good week. This is Full Spectrum Cycling. Show number 237. It's cold outside. 237. It is wicked cold. My car said minus 17. It's cold. I picked up Tony Berger. I think this is the first time that he didn't ride his bike Bike to to the podcast. Or walk. Or or walk to the podcast. It's very cold outside. Uh, JK's not in the studio. We may hear from him a little later. He's apparently 75 degrees plus warmer. He's not even in the country. Yeah, he's warmer down there in... Cabo, California South. Yeah, did you not? Did you see who's just up the, just around the curve of the coast up there? In in it's Cabo. It's another Cabo word. Something like thirty two kilometers away. No, uh, that would be uh, Mister Aton. <laughs> really, Aton's there right now too. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I said, I, I said, you know Aton from Truly Spoken, don't you? And he's like, uh, kind of, sorta. I'm like, well, he's gonna be like. Less than half an hour from you. That's a just around the turn on the uh, on the bottom of the foot of the Mexican California coast. Him and the wife are getting away for winter. I guess, yeah. Apparently, they have some way to not have to be at the bike shop when it's really cold outside. Yeah, works for me. Wish we could do that here this year. Not happening this year, folks. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's going on besides being cold? uh, cold. We had sloppy though before we had cold. I uh, decided to ride acoustic on Friday. This is actually kind of funny. I was decided I was going to take the long way home because it was rainy but and snowy, but nice out. Yeah. Like 32-ish. I saw Lloyd. Lloyd. TNT. Lloyd. Lloyd. And I, Lloyd. it's funny because I got to the Oak Leaf Trail, and just as I'm getting ready to pull on the Oak Leaf Trail, here's a guy riding a bike, so I thought I'd be polite and wait for him to pass me. He's riding an expedition. I'm like, hey, I have that bike too. Oh, nice. And he had all dressed up in Christmas lights. I'm like, all right, that's pretty funky. Yeah, man. And then I went over to Amorphic and saw Lloyd on the way. And, and um, yeah, that was moist out. But, God, you know, nice to ride 30-degree weather and snow versus, or rain versus minus 17 and blistering wind. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to push the button right now. <gasps> button. Welcome to the radio program. Caller, who do we have on the line? Hola, senor. Marijuana, cocaine, hashish. Marijuana, cocaine, hashish. ¿Cómo estás, mi amigo? ¿Qué pasa? Holy. What do you Hello. Do you speak English? It's the it's the it's the wayward JK here on the line, folks. Uh, you got you got some folks in the hola, room with hola. you there? Are you are you at a restaurant? I'm sorry. Are you, are you at a restaurant? No, no. We're walking to the marina in Cabo. We just went to the supermercado and bought wine, tequila, and beer. Supermercado, supermercado. <laughs> did you did you see Sammy? Did you see Sammy Hagar yet? The water. No Shaggy Hammer yet. Water. That's going to be the next place. You got to dance on the bar. Uh, <laughs> No doubt. Yeah, we got to find a place to sit and recombobulate ourselves. So, did man, you-, you just get harassed, harassed, harassed. <laughs> it is beautiful down here, but ooh, you got to have your armor up. Did you okay. Did you just get there today? We got here yesterday. Mm. We were supposed to get here two days ago. Oh, we oh. did the amazing race. We got in. Our flight kept getting delayed from Milwaukee. As soon as we got there at 
five in the morning. They got us a lift down to O'Hare because they changed our connections. (laughs) So like 90 miles an hour in the ice. Holy shit. Zero degrees. Got to (laughs) O'Hare. Nice. And then O'Hare to Seattle. And what? but we got delayed on the tarmac in Chicago, so we missed that connection. <laughs> so we got into Seattle, and then they sent us to fucking Atlanta. Oh yeah! <laughs> and then Atlanta, we got in until like midnight and what one in the morning to check in for an hour to shower, retask the body. Oh yeah, and, and put on the clothes for the event on a catamaran that we were going to. So then we flew in at, got there at five in the morning to get on the flight for nine in the morning because Atlanta is humongous. And then we got in right just a half hour before we had to meet to get on this catamaran. So we got all of our shit with us onto the boat and then we're on the boat for six hours Somewhat decompressing, Ooh. but just punch drunk. Jumped in the, in the ocean like the whale. What? Who's blathering in the background? Is that Kim? She is. I don't know why she thinks she can talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that Stop way. Stop talking, Kim. Tell her to call in on another phone, and we can have her on. <laughs> yeah, or I can. Let me, att- let me attempt speaker for a second here. Lloyd. <laughs> we were. We okay, a, caller, are we still on the line? Oh, we're here now. We hear you. All right, good deal. We saw one whale. You saw a whale? And then we, we saw one whale. Hi, Kim. How do you and know it was a whale? Uh, how do you know it wasn't and, just a big fish? Seven uh, bicycles, and we're going to take the uh, rickshaw bicicleta taxi back to the hotel finally. Cool. Oh, cool. That sounds fun. Apart from that, how are you? <laughs> it was. It was. It's really fucking cold, J.K. Colder than when you left. Oh yeah, it's cold. I. Oh, I'm sorry. And that—that's how the whole thing began. We took the Green Line bus because it's a ten-minute walk from the house, but it was ten minutes at four thirty in the morning on Sunday, which was at zero. Yeah, zero, and the wind blasting oh. at least from the west. With our suitcases. With our suitcases. I have a picture, well, and where, I mean, we look like the homeless people hanging out of the bus shelter. I totally empathize now. I have bags <laughs> on my shoes with rubber bands. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> that that makes it slippery, though, if they're on the outside. <laughs> right on. So do the rickshaw guys down there use electric power, or are they completely human-powered? It's all acoustic. Wow. Oh, right on. It's pretty flat. Oh, it's oh, pretty flat there, right? Folders. There's a bunch of folders. Well, no, there are a couple electrics, but they're they're that that really that like uh, bagel wheel, tiny. Yeah. Little suckers. Sweet. Oh. All right, man. Well, My we're goodness. we're uh, we're waiting for a call from Mister Peterson here in a few minutes, and we got some. Take some pictures of whatever cycling-oriented stuff you get into down there. If it involves tequila, so much the better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah my my wagon has been slightly derailed, but that's what vacation is for. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, man. Good to hear from you. I already boiled water. In the wagon wheels fell off. Yeah, I already boiled water and put it in the freezer. <laughs> in the water, I don't care. And I it, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> right on. Oh hell. Well, we'll see it. We'll see you in the studio right. next week. Eh? We're back in face to face world. Copy that. Good to hear from you. All right. Safe travels. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye. JK, everybody calling from uh, Cabo San Lucas down there in uh, Southern California, Mexicoville. Um, yeah, that uh, that's kind of interesting when the when the phone has a blatherer in the background. Right. Yeah, <laughs> catching a lot of. I remember. Uh, yeah, we've had a few few interesting calls like that. We have. Good to hear from JK. A while. Um, a while. So just we were before he called, we were talking sloppy crap. And it was how nice it was to ride. But uh, Andrew was looking for some studded tires for his um, Surface 604 bike. And we were talking about, first of all, I tried to find some, said it's an electric bike. It doesn't really matter. You could use V tires on it. Right, you could. Cause, but we couldn't find, there, there's none available really. Uh, just thinking that they would be a little more durable because they're horrible when you're, you know, they're thick and heavy and yeah. they suck as a an acoustic bike. But for an electric bike, it wouldn't really matter. He was looking for some Dillinger 5s. I'm like, yeah, A, in sloppy, shitty crap, you kind of want narrower tires. I agree. And um, Dillinger 4s, studded ones, are on sale for like 75 bucks because QBP is whoring stuff out. That's, and you, that's I can't really even, cheap compared to even, what they retail. Yeah, I can't even buy them for that. The, I, so I, had them, I said, buy them online. We'll throw them on for you because I can't. I can't buy them and, and sell them to you for that. I was just talking to Mr. Trusky yesterday about those. Mr. Trusky stopped at my house. Did he now? Yeah. Nice. Do some little work with SolidWorks. Oh, are you making a, a 3D printed thing? Uh, I was helping him with his, just the laptop itself. I don't know 3D printing or SolidWorks to save my soul. Right. But I know how to make a machine work with it, so that's Well, sure. And that it takes a little uh, horsepower to run. It was, you know, SolidWorks is one of those really, really, I'm not going to say dubious companies but the whole deal is is you can't buy solidworks from solidworks you got to buy solidworks from a third-party vendor i don't it's then he asked me to take a look at this machine because he got an error message so i launched it and it's like you need to check this configuration so i go and look at it it's a freaking sales pitch to get him to upgrade to the latest version of solidworks Uh and there was literally no error it was just a yellow flag triangle you know with an exclamation point like, are you kidding me? This is just to get you to upgrade to the latest software. I'm like, no, that's that's BS. Yeah. But, well, it's yeah. I don't know. It, it, I'm not sure why all those design programs make you jump through a bunch of hoops. But Absolutely. AutoCAD does the same thing. Yep. Very true. Um, but he's got a very kick-ass laptop. Well, that's good. Yeah. And uh, he's 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 learning quite a bit about doing 3D printing too, which is awesome. Yeah, he is. He's got a big monoprice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I we we need to get more into 3D printing. I think it's the wave of the future. Or but currently, soon we can just make AI do it for us. Then everything's waived. Yeah, let's see how that works. Yeah. Uh, sh- what do you know about uh, Shiver West Twenty Four? Got any updates? Yet? Uh, I do have a lot of updates. Um, so thanks for bringing it up because I would have spaced it. Uh, we have another meeting tomorrow night. Uh, we are finalizing the route and the warming huts and any extracurriculars, but there's still a lot up in the air. Um, I know that there'll be uh, an area of fire pits 
uh, on Clark. I think that's Clark and Pierce. Um, Abby's house. Abby's a sweetheart. She's one of the people helping. So she's going to get a permit and close the road and throw some fire pits in there for just a hangout warming area. There's going to be a stop at the co-op slash Falcon Bowl because Falcon Bowl's got an event that day as well, which is a uh, um, a, a bizarre affair where they're going to be selling <laughs> stuff. That's bizarre. Um, right? How bizarre. Um, there is a stop at where we're going to be doing snow painting with, I don't want to spoil all the excitement, but snow painting with food coloring. And okay. spray bottles. Sounds good. So that should be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, that'll be at River West Grown. Uh, we are going to have a stop to warm up it's, at... It's River morning. West Grown as in plants, not just River West like... Uh. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are going to have a... This is all currently in the planning stage tentatively, but there's a stop at Amorphic to warm up and obviously have a beer. Obviously. Um, there is a, I just read tonight that there's a potential stop at Uptowner because our buddy Steve's going to be smoking some meats. Oh, and, that'll be good. Uh, yeah, Steve does not mess around with his meats. Um, oh, he for makes sure. the meats. He's, he's a good dude. Uh, and then finish up at House of Rad is what I've been told for the after party, um, which is hot chocolate, hot dogs, things like that. Checkpoint two of the River West 24 is going to have a block party, which will be family oriented. Um, and uh, that's the one on Burley, right? Right. Speaking of River West Twenty Four, let's not let's bring in the big dog. Matt Barron apparently has been talking to the UWM meteorologist, who says that the end of January, beginning of February, is going to be "quote unquote" unseasonably warm. All right. So I was going to ask you if you had an extended monkey. forecast. It could be a yeah. We were. There was there's so many different options out there. Like if you wipe out, like Andrew went out and did a practice lap this week, and he wiped out. And I told him, you know, the rule of thumb is if you wipe out, snow angel. So oh, he, that sounds all right. He came to my house because I had a messed up shoulder from shoveling, and stopped and said hi. And he's like, I did two snow angels on the switchback. And if you remember the first time you and I did the Shiver West Twenty Four, that's where Josh Sutton did his first snow angel because he wiped out on the switchback. <laughs> Yeah, that was, boy, that was a long time ago. It was 2012, I think it was. It was very icy. You were the only person with studded tires. The only smart person you're saying? Well, they didn't really, they weren't that popular back then. No, no, you had to be, you had to know someone. Yeah. (laughs) So you and I were the only two fat bikers, and then you had studs. And that was, as I brought up, I think the last time we talked about this, that was my first experience at the swinging door. Oh, that was And we all went, everyone's like, we're going to the swinging door. I'm like, what in the hell is the swinging door? That's and I get there and I order sliders thinking, you know, yeah, I'm in a bar. Who cares? These sliders came out so well prepared. I think I even said it to you, I'm like, what's going on here? There's like parsley on the plate and shit. And yeah. they're like, you've never been here. I'm like, no. He's like, you're in for a treat. And <laughs> I have always, every time I go to Swing and Door, I'm in for a treat because it could be good food. Right on. All right. I'm going to push the button again. <laughs> button. Pushing the button. Welcome to the radio program, caller. Who do we have on the line? Hi, this is Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah. How are you guys doing today? God, I love what Mark calls in because these guys, like, if if he was here in the studio with the mics, he'd be like the radio voice. He, he sure. has the radio voice. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome welcome <laughs> to the show, Mark. I'm glad you called. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. How have you guys been? Cold. Oh, yeah, it's, it's cold. Gruesomely cold out today. Brutally. Oh, uh, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and all that shit. Oh, yeah. 
been that long, hasn't it? Yeah, we haven't talked to you in a Happy good New Year. S- several weeks. Yeah, you, you've got some. It's been a while. You've got some fancy ass full suspension electric bike you've been riding. If I keep reading your posts. Well, um, I went out and uh, demoed one of the rentals that we have at Pronghorn. Okay. And it's the first time I have ridden like a, a mid-engined, uh, like genuine mountain e-bike. You know what I mean? All the other ones that I have ridden are kind of like commuter e-bikes for the right. most part. They're, they weren't built to go mountain biking, right? So I got to spend a couple of days with this thing and man, I was impressed. I had a lot of fun on it. They're fun times. So what's the brand of that one? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll follow up on your Facebook Oh, I know post. what it is. It, 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 was, it was a, a Fantic, F-A-N-T-I-C uh, 1.5, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I remember, I remember how, you know, riding a true uh, electric mountain bike uh, at, like, Bootleg Canyon during the uh, – during the old interbike days was just a, a, a revelation what they can make those bikes do and still be oh, and yeah. still be and, and competent the, as mountain bikes, not as a commuter bike, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. But see, the, here, the, here's the thing. Like when I went and rode this thing, um, I, I don't know. I, I hadn't talked to you guys in a while about this, but um, just recently I surpassed two years of trying to get my life turned around and lose weight. Um, I have officially lost 110 pounds in the last 24 months, and yeah. and a lot of that was done on e-bikes. And um, kind of to celebrate that kind of thing is I wanted to go on a trail I haven't been on in four years since I was healthy and fit. And so for the first time in four years aboard this Fantic 1.5 that Pronghorn so graciously kicked me down for a couple days, I got to go up on this trail and it was epic. I had it, it like just opened my eyes again and made me excited to get on top of the mountains. And I don't want to depend on it, but it opens up that avenue where if I wanted to get up high in the mountains on the top of the front range along here, there's a trail called the Skyline Trail that is just epic. But unless you're in great shape, you're just not getting up there. That's all there is to it. Right. And what's the what's and the this, what's the vertical feet from from the valley floor down there where where Pronghorn is up to the top of that? Yeah, that's high, right? It's like twenty five hundred or three thousand um, feet, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I would say between two thousand and twenty five hundred. I think we're at about five thousand foot here in Ogden, and that peak up there, I think, is just eight, eight and a half or nine, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I could see how it would be an all day task just to get up there but the uh, the electric bike would help you shorten that period by a significant margin absolutely yeah Yeah. well and like bike camping like being able to take uh all your bags and stuff like that and on uh, the spur of the moment jam to the top of the mountain and sleep overnight you know i mean wow yeah well congratulations on your uh, getting your health back under control i think that's been yeah, uh, something pretty important for you, and you, you definitely worked hard at it. How's the back now? I know you were oh, a little you. sore thank lately. You. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I I am I have permanent nerve damage, and it's going to be this way forever. In fact, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better ever at all at, in any way. It's just a matter of managing the pain from now until the end. And so, even though we are doing the best we can to manage the pain, occasionally things 
don't add up right and it throws me for a loop for a day or two like what happened recently and it was weird because normally i'll, I'll lift something heavy or awkward or do something obvious but mm-hmm. there was none of that i was i was at work feeling great working on bikes next thing i know i was just doubled over and it was just going off and it sucked man Bummer. so here's something i wanted to get your take on uh yeah, I assume you're keeping up with bicycle news, being in the shop at all, and all that. Uh, did you notice that yep. w- WTB has has come out recently with a fat bike tire? I thought I, I thought I didn't. Think, I honestly didn't think we'd ever see another fat bike tire. I seriously thought if they still have some molds, they'll make a few tires. If they want to sell some, you know, whatever brands are out there. But I was like, oh, WTB's making tires. It's yeah, I thought it was cool. I've I've heard people compare it to the uh, the forty fifth North Dillinger. I think. Oh. Yeah, it's got a similar look. My gripe, and I I did this because I want to gripe about this, is they're only making it in twenty seven five. They're not making twenty six inch versions of it. And I think I, I'm like, what? You know, That's not weird. every not everybody's a performance racery kind of person. Twenty seven. Mm. I mean, there's I, there's far more twenty six inch mountain bike wheels out there than there are 27.5 fat bikes for sure yeah, yeah fat bikes. absolutely yeah for sure oh that yeah. i said yeah you fat said, bikes yeah whatever um, i'll bet i'll bet you wtb has an angle of some sort where 27.5 it would be the reason of why they came out with a tire recently but what that angle is who knows yeah it's probably some oe brand that That's is going to slap it on their bikes right um, right so it would a make sense huh? yeah i would think correct uh, I don't know. Maybe who knows? But still, I'm glad. My my the whole the main point is, hey, you might have heard fat bikes are dead. Guess what? They're not. So yeah, shut up. You know. <laughs> they're just a fad, though. They're just a fad. And and these tires are not cheap either. You know, they're up. The 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 non studded one is 135 bucks ish, and the uh the studded one is 280 bucks. That's holy a, that's, shit. That's a spendy tire. That's a yeah. spendy tire. Yeah. But uh, like I said, yeah, it is. at least someone's still making them. Uh, that's four tires for my car. Uh, is is someone going to ride them out there? Do you know anybody that's going to not give them a go? Not yet. I would think Gomez might be the most likely. We don't. I mean, I've, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting greased as much as in the old days with with good stuff. I mostly have to buy the things I want to use now. And uh, currently, that is yeah. nothing because I'm poor. So I'm trying to <laughs> sell a bunch of bikes and be able to buy more new fun stuff and just turn that money into other bikes. Yeah. Speaking of that, how, how are you guys doing? How's everything? How's the business? How's life? How's the shop? What's going on? How are you guys? Uh, I would say personally, everything, but the shop's going pretty well. The shop is, you know, it's, we're, we're, Oh, I came up with a new, uh, a new tagline and I put it on the site today. We're now called the second floor bike store because we're, <laughs> we're on the second floor of the building I've been in for 20 years. Um, and I, I just, I just noticed that where our old shop was on Locust street, just a few blocks from where we are right now, there's a, there's a couple potential uh, storefronts again in that building. And I'm like, Oh, I'd really like to get back in there. But I think if we do that, I think we're going to be like 98% service. We're not, I mean, I'll sell some bikes if we can order them, but I'm not stocking stuff on the floor. We don't, you know, first of all, the places aren't big enough to do that. And second of all, you know, we're not a big enough business to afford to have that inventory sitting around gathering dust, especially when um, the the companies just pour their stuff out and take all your margin away. So 
I don't know. I'm, right, I'm, I'm right. not real big on, on new bikes right now, unless you're a consumer and you go out there and you buy, buy one, uh, what was it? Kona. Yeah. Buy one right. Kona, get, get, one, get one Kona free. You can buy $8,000 bike and get an $8,000 bike for free. Yeah. My buddy just did that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you, if you're a consumer, like, seriously, if you're a serious cyclist, yeah, that, yeah, that's gimme. Yeah. Yeah, and he he got wicked nice bikes too. Because why wouldn't you if you're going to get a bogo like that? Right. I. Yeah. I. I mean. I. I assume. Yeah. I assume. I don't know what you guys are seeing at Pronghorn or what the owners think about the the state of the biz and what they're seeing. But I'm thinking 2024 is kind of a rebuilding throwaway year, and then 2025 maybe start to see some semblance of. Getting back to normalish, maybe I don't know. The next big. Well, we just had. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, you go first. Uh, well, we we just had uh, an a, a meeting, which is weird because I got invited to it. Um, normally, it's just the bosses that get invited to those things, and I've always been like I consider myself low man on the total pole. I'm the I'm the janitor. I do whatever needs to get done, and I'm grateful to have a job. And next thing I know, I got invited to the the business meeting. And so um, in in that meeting, we talked about our strategy and how we're going forward and how we're making choices collectively instead of like in a dictatorship. And everyone's putting in their input and everyone's uh, quite experienced in the bicycle industry from a variety of different areas. And so everyone's got different perspectives that kind of when you put them all together – it makes the future look really good for us. We're incredibly excited. We did double the amount of sales that we projected. Like we projected we were going to do a million bucks in our first year. We figured we would do a million dollars worth of revenue. Like we would turn a million dollars worth of product. And we ended up doing two point something million dollars worth of product. Wow. So we doubled what we thought we were going to do. So our, our projection and our model is working really, really well. What we did do, though, is we skinnied down on brands. So we stepped away from any brand that is going to do a direct consumer and is going to undercut us and cut us off at the knees. Yeah, They're makes gone. sense, for sure. And then we're going to focus in on the brands that did really well, and then we're going to uh, accentuate where we did really well, which was in service. We actually did incredibly well, particularly at the Syrac- Syracuse store with service. and. Mm. Like we had talked several times, many of us believe that a retail is almost dead for a while. You might as well call it dead for the next year or two. I mean, in a metaphoric kind of way, but service is going to be where it's at. And so um, we have found a niche in that service and we're going forward and God, it was, it was a really cool meeting, but I got to tell you something weird happened during the meeting. See, I'm low man. I'm keeping mouth shut, just watching observing, listening. Next thing I know, Irv, the owner of the shop and the company starts talking about how, you know, they really, really needed to talk about someone who had really kind of flown under the radar, was underestimated and has blah, 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 all kinds of good things, nice, happy, warm things. And I'm thinking, I'm positive. He's talking about the guy sitting across from me who's named Aaron and who is doing an incredible job is everything that the boss had just said. And then Irv pointed at me and he gave me these accolades and made me all warm and fuzzy in front of the group. 
and it then gave me a four hundred dollar five dev titanium two bolt stem that is in bronze. For oh, I saw that one of my bikes. <laughs> Very that's nice. sexy. Well, that's uh, obviously right? you, you deserved it, but I mean, it's nice to get you know recognition like that too. That's uh, that's kind of a hard a yeah. hard thing for a lot of bosses to do. I think they want to do it, but they don't think about it or whatever. I'm really glad that uh, he took the time to say, "Hey, Mark, nice job." Well, it, it, it went a long way, and I'll tell you what, um, I, I've always been a firm believer in a uh, gratitude management style rather than like a, a drill sergeant management style. Sure. I, I, I believe that when people feel appreciated, they will work harder for less. Absolutely. Makes good and sense. And when they yeah. feel neglected, it's going to be like pulling teeth, and pretty soon they're only doing it to not get fired. And the minimal amount of work to make that not happen, right? right. Exactly, exactly. So or even really less cool than that, so they do get fired. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, maybe yeah, somebody wants yeah. to get fired. I don't know. And then, you know, collect unemployment, that sort of bullshit. So this stem is made for mountain biking, and it has, like, this crazy 35-millimeter, uh, or, yeah, uh, the for the bar, the clamp is, like, yeah. 35, which is huge, That's right? It's a big clamp, yep. And I... I I did the obvious thing and put it on my surly cross check with 26 bar with some titanium shims yep. just to go, just to go against the grain, but it turned out so sweet, man. It is just, it's ridiculous. Surly cross check with a stem on it that costs half as much as a whole bike. Yeah. It's pretty short too. If I remember right, the stem. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's it pulled my bars back just a little bit, and it put the mustache bars right under me in a perfect place, and I couldn't be happier. Like that's that's like definitely one of my trophy pieces in my bike collection now. Nice, yeah, rock on. So i i pulled out a, yeah, a yeah. i pulled out an old fateful, and um, I was I was getting it ready for winter. It's my uh, my specialized stump jumper pro comp, um, but it's pretty nicely. You know, it still has rhino light cranks on it. They still haven't broken, um, which is pretty amazing. Nice. Um, but I was amazed that when I pulled it out from in my basement and I'm like starting to build it up, I looked and it's got about a hundred and forty millimeter stem <laughs> on it. I remember I'm those. like, holy crap. And then yeah. when I started riding it, I'm like, I love being this far over the front wheel. It it you just you know, you have so much control because you're like in front of the tire. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of what they did with <laughs> and, modern modern geometry. Well, lengthened right. the bike and shortened the shortened stem. The stem. And, and and then I, I look at my sense. I look at my ape, which has a forty five. I mean, it's like a tiny little BMX stem. And I love that one too. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is weird. I really like riding weird bikes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Actually, to continue with that, oh, I gave I gave my friend Michelle. She's she's been an absolutely fantastic person. Her bike was stolen from her backyard, and I'm like, look, I have a weird cargo bike for you. Stop talking to me. It's a mixty. It's a Miata mixty frame with a extra cycle free radical back end on it. <laughs> I said it's got awesome. an it's got an Elfine eight twenty six inch rear. And a 700C front. I'm like, yeah, just, all, that, that's all Franken bike. I'm like, I'm like, just take it out for a ride and let me know what you think. And I, I gave it to her husband first. He took it home, Paul. He took it home. He wrote it. He gets, he immediately when he gets home, he sends me a message. He's like, there's no way she's not going to love this. 
And then he, then she wrote it, and she's like, yeah, she was already in the market for a different bike that she was going to buy. And then she's like, this is so much nicer, I can't believe it. And then my buddy Paul, like three weeks later, tells me, he's like, you know, you just like to build bikes that ride really fun. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care right? what they look like. Nice. I don't care. I'm like, as long he's yeah. like, he's like, every time I ride one of your bikes, all I can think of is, damn, this is a nice, comfortable bike to ride. That's awesome. And that's what you're supposed to oh, do. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Makes sense. You'll ride the bike you like riding, yeah, period. Definitely. Grant Peterson. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I agree 100%. Hey, um, oh, so, uh, fellas, yeah. um, I, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, how many of you guys did BMX when you were a kid? How many of you have BMX in your, your past? I was more of a skateboarder. I did ride, I did ride 20 inch bikes for, for years, but I wasn't, uh, like a competitive BMXer. Sure. You know, I, I had an orange right, crate right. when I was 10 and it weighed more than I did. And, you know, we made little ramps and jumped off them and stuff, but, um, I never got into the, right. the, 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 I'm old too. So that we're talking like right. in the late sixties and early seventies, which was, I was a little bit old when the BMX thing Even really I hit. I was a little bit old. Yeah. For the BMX thing. Yeah. I just turned yeah, 60. You, you can't I turned play the 60, old man. You're not that old. I turned 60 no, the other day. No. <laughs> I, I, I literally. I know older BMXers. Yeah, I, no, do I know too. True, I do too, sure. but I consciously, when I was getting into my, you know, cycling days, I consciously chose to buy a Cannondale ST400 touring bike instead of a BMX bike to commute because I wanted to go fast, and BMX bikes in my eyes didn't back then go fast, at least not without me working way too hard. Yeah. Well, you know, so it's, I, yeah, that's it's still true. I was thinking back on this, and, and I've, I have a lot of weird bikes, but I had... This is this is me. Okay, so my mom said if I could, if I made it through first communion, she would buy me my my Schwinn Stingray, which was a twenty inch drop bar bike. I've never seen another one like this Stingray in my life. But then I was thinking about that's the only twenty inch bike I've had until I bought my electric cargo bike. Wow! I have fourteen. Huh. Wow. I have sixteen. Um, so I have a 14 inch, you know, I have a 22 inch wheel with the, um, the weird ass Sparta 880, but I have not had any nice. other BMX sized wheels. It's just so weird to me. Yeah. I, I had a cruiser for a that long is time. Interesting. Uh, I used to take a yeah, 24 yeah. inch, um, we made, we made three Schlick cycles, 24 inch cruiser frames. Tom Teasdale built them for yeah, a couple yeah. of guys that were racing, um, and it was basically a, a, a modified double XL redline cruiser, which would have been in the, the like 2000, I don't know, 10 or 12 or something. It was not, pretty recently. Cool. But I, one of, one of the guys was done with it. I took it back from him and said, you're not racing anymore. I'm taking that bike back. And I used to go to Ray's all the time with it. And it was my absolute favorite pump track oh, bike like ever. Yeah. It was so great on oh, the pump awesome. track they had. It was so fast. And uh, I wish that Rays were still here because if it was, I never would have sold that bike. But I wonder what happened to that I pump do have one more. I have one more unbuilt frame. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Twenty fours. Wow. I'd sell it if somebody wanted uh, it. You but... might, might want to. You might want to stash that for me, there, bro. <laughs> I'll send you pictures. It's you... on. It's on Facebook or it's on eBay, but I put a pretty high price on it, so are... it's, not, it's not going anywhere yet. Oh, okay. Are you? Um, are you Facebook friends with Strongman Sam by chance? 
Um, I don't think so, but okay. uh, you never know. I mean, there's like 2,000 of them, okay. so, so I kind of lose track. Sam, um, my, my New Year's resolution was to be nice to Sam this year, and I'm doing very well at it, but um, when, right you, when you meet Sam, the last thing you think of is BMX racer. And that's absolutely true. <laughs> and Sam is currently six foot one and three hundred pounds. And not, wow. but he's not fat. But he, he's, shut yeah. up! It's not. Fat. I'm not saying anything bad about Sam this year. Uh, but <laughs> Sa- Sam is a larger than life human being. And what what amazes you the most, Mark, when you see him is with he spends more time on one wheel on a ride than he does too. He rides wheelies yeah. constantly. And that yeah, is, there, there is this, there's like a, this kind of mutant human, even though they're a certain size, they're incredibly agile. Yeah. I've known a couple people like that. Yeah. He's wow. a freak of nature. He, he, he has the physical abilities of 10 men. Yeah. His balance is incredible. Right. His, right. his, I think Tony wants a date. Yeah, right. His pinch strength is just, oh. the guy's a fucking nut. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he's a really good guy, even if he's a right-wing nut job. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry I'm being nice That's to Sam mean. this year. That's not mean. No, That's no, just no. truth. Calling it like it is. <laughs> but no, you no, should so meet I him. I was if asking you... about BMX because I've got a specific thing in mind. Um, there is a new BMX track that is going to be opening up not far from our Syracuse shop. And a new organization called Antelope BMX, which is uh, out there right now, and we're part of supporting. And so here's the thing. I'm building me a BMX bike because I'm going racing this summer, boys. Sounds good. Are you going to go 20-inch or are you going to go cruiser? I'm going to do both. That's a good call because you might as well. They don't last very long, so if you're going to pay money and be there all day, you might as well do as many classes as you're eligible for. Exactly, and I'm hope, hoping that I might be able to double up on some uh, like entrance fees. Uh, <laughs> See if I can get a break that can't way. Can't you get a sponsorship from the shop? Oh yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. They've already said that they're going to do stuff, but like, I I hate presuming until I'm told something like that. Me for too. Sure, Me but, too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. breaks or oh, no breaks? Anyhow, the, so the. The uh, oh, who needs brakes on a BMX? <laughs> there, we Anyhow, go. Um, there we go. No, um, I recently acquired a set of Mike Buff Z rims, twenty inch Mike Buff Z rims that are the full Mike Buff Z rim uh, wheel set. As in, I they've got the white that. hubs, say Mike Buff Z on them. And I had a pair of these when I was a kid on a Schwinn uh, uh, Phantom, I believe, yep. uh, like a Chrome Phantom, and I loved them. I, I understand that other people hate them or that they maybe didn't perform well for everyone, but I love them. And when that bike went away in my life many years ago, because I left it at a house after we got kicked out or evicted or something in my twenties, um, I always kind of lusted after those. I was like, damn, I wish I still had those. I wish I still had those. And I've looked for them for years and years and years, 20 years. I've been looking for a set of them and on eBay, the cheapest I've ever seen a full set is over a thousand dollars for a full set. And that was once and they were gone and I haven't ever seen them since. Well, one of my Facebook friends, Owen Brittner, um, he actually had a client come into his shop. He's a bike shop owner as well. And, uh, he, brought this guy's BMX bike back to life. And what that meant was going from the Mike Buff Z rims that this guy had on his bike to some mags. 
And so I said, hey, 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 can I get dibs on those rims? He said, I will ask the fellow, what's your offer? I gave him my offer, and it came back, and I ended up getting them. So these rims get here. I'm I'm super excited, super excited about it, right? But the kicker was that I put my post up on Facebook about how I got these things, and I'm also friends with Mike Buff. So, but he, he, we're just coincidentally friends. So he, I, he doesn't like my posts. I love all of his posts, but he generally is quiet, but he piped up and liked the post of his rims. And that just tickled me pink. The one of my childhood heroes and adulthood heroes that I got a product of somehow knows that I have one of his sets of rims and thought it was cool. Right. Yeah. And those are those were like some kind of composite, like plastic material, right? Yeah, yeah, they were like mag rims, like you know the nylon. But with, but but a spoke, but a spoked wheel, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were. Um, I want to. It's it's actually a fairly well known. I want to say Suzer or something like that. Hub was the their base hub, so it wasn't a super shitty hub. But they again, they weren't not billed as like high end race wheels. They were billed as like durable, strong, beat 'em up wheels. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah. Anyhow, so that I was super excited about that and I wanted to share that with you guys. <laughs> well, appreciate it. Uh, I wanted, before we uh, let you go, because we're getting close to the end here, I did want to say uh, thanks for sending me or uh, pimping me or, or whatevering me that the link to the dude. Uh, from Wisconsin, the uh, I think is called Bike Farmer on YouTube. The, it, it, yeah, I was just gonna bring it, that up. It was, I know so, a guy it was bicycle. It was uh, the bike farmer. It was it was pretty good. I I the, I watched a couple of them. The one I think the one you sent was ten tips to beat the bike shops in twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, I remember that. How and Mister yeah, Mister Nice Guy <laughs> reveals the insider secrets you'll need to win. Um, I and I haven't gone back in his his catalog, but uh, he must do. What what does he call the other guy, Mister Asshole? Basically, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I I know that guy. He might be me sometimes. Top, top ten reasons <laughs> that all bike mechanics are assholes. That that was a, a top ten reasons that all bike oh, mechanics. Oh yeah, are assholes. they tell you your bike sucks and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that's just the <laughs> yeah, truth. Yeah. That's not being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It is if a, your bike sucks. It, it is really just does it, suck. It, speaking the truth uh, should not make you an asshole. But yeah, I, I really appreciated that. So, and he's he's like. Yeah. You, um, you where's Lake, Tony, where's Lake Mills? It's like, it's maybe 45 hour away. Less than it's before away. Madison. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, due, it's like the McDonald's it's due west of us. It's yeah. the McDonald's exit That's before exactly Madison. That's exactly what it is. How yeah. did you know that? I know it, Cause you go to that McDonald's I do too? go to the McDonald's. <laughs> I get the, I get the parfait. <laughs> so I have, so I'm going to go visit him at some point here for sure, because guy, he's from Wisconsin and that's, oh, right and on. it's hilarious. And Lake Mills. And, yeah. and so Lake Mills, I don't know if anybody not from Wisconsin, probably anybody from Southeast Wisconsin doesn't even know where it is. Tyranny or, but it's maybe three four thousand it's not maybe very, a little more it used to be a really wealthy and, enclave of madison yeah and it is where isn't that where ringling brothers it, overnights i believe they it's do in baraboo but it's in right in the no neighborhood. it's not near baraboo i don't know no, but no this, way I, way next door anyway track. my he point is right by track like the main part of track. yeah he's south of the freeway and trucks north of the freeway basically yeah. Um, but he, so anyway, point here though, is the town is small. It's like three, four, 5,000. It's not very big. And he's running kind of a family style bike shop. 
But I think him doing these YouTubes and some other stuff that he's doing kind of in the media space is kind of helping him out, you know. I mean, I don't know how many views this thing has. He's got close to 20,000 subscribers, so that's not terrible, you know. Um, I've actually, I've been modeling what I am doing uh, with my neighborhood bike shop, um, my nonprofit that I'm starting up, which is basically a bike shop out of my house, where I'm emulating his his practices. And you guys should check it out too, because you guys' business model is almost exactly like what he's talking about. So dig into this a little bit, but it's really good. But on, well, I still got here for a half second. I am going to be launching the neighborhood bike shop um, um, nonprofit. I'm hoping to do my first real video on my channel, my YouTube channel, the neighborhood bike shop um, in the next two weeks. And I got a sponsorship by the, the damn dirty apes and end zone two um, hair metal bands uh, that I know <laughs> the lead singer of. Right on. And so he sent my, me their entire disc off disc all their music. Yes. <laughs> or, and, and, and giving me license to use them in all of my videos on my YouTube channel. How nice. cool is that? Nice. Have a rock star give you access to their catalog. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I, I'll keep and my eyes know. out for the videos and, uh, Next time we chat, we'll talk more yeah. about the, uh, the what do you call it, uh, the neighborhood bike shop. Bike, bike farmer. Yeah. Bike farmer. Yeah, well, I mean, no, the, the, check out the bike farmer, and you guys will see what I'm talking about, yep. what I want to do in my own personal life. Right on. All right, Mark. Right talk, on. I, I love think. you guys. God, it's good to talk to you. Tony, you, you got, as well. You got one more thing? What are you saying? No, uh, 7,100 population. Oh, lake okay. Place. Okay. All right. And there's a lake there. It's called... There's a pyramid at the bottom of the lake. Check oh. out Tyranina Brewing. It's fantastic. Beer. Lake Mills. Yeah, true that too. Um, all right, Mark, uh, you got anything before we split, split, split ski? I just want to say that if you guys find yourself in Utah, please come visit us at Pronghorn Bicycle, either in Syracuse or, or in Perry, Utah. We will take care of you, and we are bike people for bike people. So I love you guys, and I hope to talk to you soon, and I hope, mm. hope you guys have a great weekend. Love you too, brother. Right, Take Mark. care. Thanks very much. Talk Peace. to you soon. Okay. Later, boys. Bye. Hey, everybody. That was Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah, down there in a, uh, Utah way. That's the, that's, the, that's the old family stomping grounds out there in Utah. Yeah, for when the non-drinking side of your family. I'm not saying they didn't drink. Ah, they uh, not in public. Yeah, right. Uh, we'll have to go explore that some more because there's uh, there's some there's some good stuff out that way. Uh, no, we get oh real quick. Um, uh, the local trails uh, for the fat bike folks. We got out there at Manuka. Got probably twelve to fourteen inches. Take a hammer. Yeah, and they uh, there's a little bit of deadfall, but they've been grooming out there pretty regularly. And Oak Hills uh, in Tosa, right along the uh, what is that Menominee River. Uh, people have been snowshoeing that in. So if, if you want to get out in the snow and play, uh, I think we heard last week from uh, Seely Dave up there in Hayward that they're starting to uh, lay some stuff down too and uh, go out in the snow and ride your bike. Yeah, please. And then come back next week when we'll hear from JK about his, uh, his uh, bitchin' vacation. Bitchin'. All right, bye. Bye.